0: Hey, welcome to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, thank you for your feedback. Thank you for passing the messages on to other people, friends, and family members, and coworkers, and people that are in your life that maybe need some encouragement, maybe need God's word operating in their lives, and and this might be a good way to do it. Uh, just send them to the website tomoleary.org and uh, they can get all the messages there. And then uh, thank you so much for uh, anyone that's doing financial support. It keeps it rolling and going. It's such a blessing. So thank you so much. You can always go to the website tomoleary.org and, uh, and do the give button. But uh, anyway, I am excited about today. Today we're going to be talking about friendship. Uh, Today's podcast is God's guidance on friends. It's so important of who you are surrounding yourself with. If you can think of it that way, because people in your life are going to influence you and that influence is going to be positive or negative, maybe neutral. I don't know. But It's going to be positive or negative, I can tell you that for sure. And so it's so, so important to get God's guidance on who should be in your life. Who should you be walking life out with? I got a great story. I was on a walk with my wife, Sherry, and this was a few years ago. And uh, a guy rides up on his bicycle and he doesn't know me or Sherry from Adam, And he says, Hi, my name's Don. What's your name? (laughs) Oh, I'm Tom. This is Sherry. Oh, wow, Tom, do you play golf? Yeah, yeah, I do. Oh, would you like to come to a Bible study for golfers? Well, yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) That's how our relationship began. And then we found out that we were more of tennis players than golfers. And then we started to get into each other's lives and meet together and And I tell you what, he's become such a dear, dear friend. And so it's exciting when you know that God has friendships out there for you. And you got to know that. In fact, I kind of go into each new year going, I wonder what new person I'm going to meet this year. What what person is God going to put across my path uh, and that it's going to be a blessing? It's going to be spiritually... uh, uplifting and and will build me up. And and so I'm excited about today and we're going to kick it off with a couple verses here on friendship because God has a lot to say about friendship. I mean, if you think about it, our relationship with God is based on our faith in Jesus Christ and the fact that he loves us and that Christ went to the cross and died for our sins that separated us from God, rose from the dead. And then it creates this bridge of relationship based on forgiveness and love. Well, if you think of all your relationships in your life, I know that I know that I know it required love and it required forgiveness and it requires love and in the present tense requires forgiveness. It's just part of God's world and how he designed it and and so he's the author and perfecter of our faith and our relationships. He's the one that set it all up and he based it on this love and forgiveness. I love Proverbs 17:17. 17, 17. You can remember that one. 17:17. 17, 17. It says a friend loves at all times. A brother is born for adversity or, or you know, if you're a woman, a sister is born for adversity. Like, like the people in your life that are there to fight for you, to be with you, to walk out the tough times. And I love how it starts with a friend loves at all times. Okay, so there is our watermark. There is the hike hall that you... If you have people in your life and they love you at all times, you can bank on it that they're your friend. So that's God's word. He, he's saying that's what a friend does. Loves at all times. I mean, I think of wedding vows, you know, for for better or worse, for in sickness and in health and richer or poorer I heard a guy speaking the other day and he goes, yeah, when I signed up for that, I was thinking it was all going to be health and uh, better. I was focusing on the better and I was thinking on the richer, not the poorer. (laughs) And he was uh, surprised that it maybe didn't go that way. And so the whole thing is that God says a friend loves at all times. Okay, let me give you another bone to chew on. Let me throw it out there. Ecclesiastes 4, 9 and 10. So Ecclesiastes is a really interesting book in the Bible. It's really observation about life and how the world works and how God is working. And it's it's really fascinating. But in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9 and 10, it says, Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. If either of them falls down, one can help the other up, but pity anyone who falls and has no one to help them up. My friends, we need friends that can help us up. And we've all been there where we're going through a really tough time, a huge trial. Jesus, you know, didn't say if you have trials, when you have trials, so you're gonna have trials. You know, just check that box and know that you gotta have people in your life, according to God's word, that are gonna help you up when you get knocked down. You got you need friends to help you up when you uh, stumble on your own. You need people and friends to help you up. So that's how it works. And so I want to dive into God's word and give you five takeaways as you approach friendships, as you approach relationships, that you would have God's guidance on friends. How do I do this? What do I need to be looking out for? Well, here we go. Let's do it. All right. Number one, it's based on 1 Corinthians 15, 33. It says in scripture, do not be misled. Okay, so that's... Uh, not a red flag. That's like a yellow highlight. (laughs) Like, well, I better, I better focus on this one. Yellow highlighter coming out. Do not be misled. That's like, you know, wake up, catch this one. Don't miss it. Uh, You don't want to miss this one. And it goes on to say, quote, bad company corrupts good character. Number one on God's guidance on friends. Number one, choose well, choose well well. The people around you are going to affect you. The people in your life, the friendships in your life, they're going to influence you. So it's kind of on us. We got to choose well. Now, I want to be careful with this because Jesus said, we're the salt of the earth. And so for salt to be effective. It has to be touching, you know, salt in the Bible days was used to preserve things, preserve meat, that kind of thing. And certainly to make things a little tastier. And I love a little salt on my veggies or what have you. And, and, uh, you know, it makes it tastier, but guess what? That salt has to be touching my veggies to make it taste better. Right? So, so Jesus said, we're the salt of the earth. So we got to be out, uh, touching lives in people's lives but i'm talking and i think this scripture is saying the people that are in your inner circle like like the people you're walking life out with that's the one that you want to be really really careful to choose well cuz scripture says bad company you know you might have good company you might have bad company in your life corrupts good character that tells us you could have great character. You could be just crushing it with the Lord. I mean, you're just doing all the right things. You're walking in truth and grace and purity and, and holiness and all the good stuff. And and then someone comes into your life and it corrupts you because they don't have that. That's bad company. That's what the Bible's talking about. And, you know, I think of it, if you see someone who has a track record of burning through relationships and we probably all can think of people like that, that, you know, that, well, wow, they burned through that one and that one and that one. And that, I'd say, be careful, be careful, choose well, choose well. And on the flip side, isn't it fun? Isn't it empowering? Isn't it awesome that God empowers you to say, hey, look look for the people that are thriving. Look for the people that are walking in God's purpose, look for the people that are a blessing, and connect with them, because you know pull them into your circle, because that's going to be powerful. I'm a part of a of a men's Bible study, and and so there's tables, and it's it's a it's a lot of guys, but there's a, a small group emphasis because you're you're at your own table, and so uh, one day somehow some way. <laughs> I nicknamed our table Table 5. I don't know why. It just kind of came to me. Table 5. We're Table 5. And so now we're on like this text loop of hey Table 5 guys, you know, but we're we're doing life together. We're talking about deep things. And and I love it. And so, you know, it was an opportunity for me to choose well. Like and and even at that table to be able to go, you know what? I want to get to know this guy. Yeah, man, he's you know, I want to I wanna reach out and and help this guy. You know, it's that kind of thing where we choose well because Scripture says, Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. Okay, so choose well. Number one. Number two is based on First Thessalonians chapter five, verse eleven in the New Testament. It's a great little verse. It says, therefore. Encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. Okay, so number two, I want to frame it this way. Nurture relationship. Relationships, friendships, they have to be nurtured. As scripture says, encourage one another. So now think about that. The people in your life, are you encouraging them? Uh, it goes on to say, build each other up. How could I build this person up? What could I do for them? What could I say for them? What, what would be a blessing to them? And, and in that moment, you're, you're nurturing relationship. So I go back to my tennis buddy. Uh, you know, we, we play tennis once a week, but that's not it. You know what we also do? We share our lives with each other. I mean, on the front end, when we're warming up, we're talking about what God's doing and things in our lives, and and many times in the middle of our tennis match, we'll, we'll stop and go, "Yeah, I wanted to tell you about this," and and then at the end, we we talk about accountability, and then we pray for each other. He prays for me. I pray for him. Man, that's that's nurturing. I am so grateful for that friendship. I'm nurturing relationship. He's nurturing relationship. And that is according to God's word that we're building each each other up and we're encouraging one another. Okay, let's go to number three. That's Romans 12 verse 10. It says, be devoted to one another in love, honor one another above yourselves. So this really hit me when I was studying this scripture that to honor someone above yourself is the epitome of loyalty. So number three, in case you're taking notes, is be loyal. Be loyal. And if you think about it, that means you're devoted to someone, as Scripture says in Romans twelve ten. You are devoted them in this love and that love, New Testament Greek word agape, I mean unconditional, no strings attached, perfect love and you're honoring them above yourself. You're going to you're going to prefer them. You're going to you're going to on purpose take, you know, second seat so to say, you know, uh, in Music, you know, the, I, I'm, I'm taking the uh, second seat in the violin or whatever, however that goes. You know, you're, you're, you're going to prefer them. And that is true friendship. And that's being loyal. That's just being loyal. So did you hear about dogs and cats? Uh, you know, the uh, dog says, you know, my master feeds me, provides for me, cares for me. They must be God. And the cat says, you know, they feed me. They provide for me. They care for me. I must be God. (laughs) If you're a cat lover, sorry. (laughs) We got to act like a dog. (laughs) We got to go, wow, I I am so grateful. I I am going to be loyal like a dog. I mean, cats, we've, we've had cats over the years and dogs over the years, our whole life. And you know, cats like kinda of come in and, you know, want to be petted when they wanna be petted, you know. And then if they don't want to be touched, like, get out of my life. <laughs> that that I, I'm sorry if you're a cat lover, but that's how it, it rolls. And but dogs dogs are faithful. Dogs like sit at your feet and dogs like wait for you to come home. Dogs greet you at the front door. I mean, it's pretty wild, you know. And so It's just this loyalty, right? You know, that that golden retriever, faithfulness, loyalty. And so for us, as a takeaway, according to Romans 12, verse 10, be loyal. Be loyal. If you're married, be loyal to your spouse. Think about it. Go there in heart, in mind, in actions, in words, in deeds. Be loyal. Live your life for the audience of one. king of the universe Jesus Christ and in that let that fuel you on how you operate in your friendships and your relationships and if you're married with your spouse uh, if you're single with the the close network of people in your life family friends uh, people you're walking life out with or even potential spouses you know like if you're on you know that road of maybe getting married someday you know this all applies it all applies to choose well to nurture relationship and to be loyal number four based on first peter 4 8 through 10 above all love each other deeply because love covers over a multitude of sins verse 9 offer hospitality to one another without grumbling i love that verse 10 each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others and faithful and as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. Okay, there's a lot there to unpack. Let me give you number four, and then let's unpack it. Is be generous. First Peter four eight through ten in the New Testament is talking about relationships because it's talking about loving deeply and hospitality and. Receiving <clears throat> to serve others and being stewards of God's grace. That's, that's all about people in your life. That's how it operates. You know, the people that are in your life. And so be generous. That's what it's saying. Be generous. You know, above all, love other deeply. That's being generous. Love covers over a multitude of sins. That's being generous. Uh, hospitality. Offer Hospitality. That's being generous. And I love it. Scripture says, without grumbling, (laughs) don't we do that? Like, Oh, do I have to have that person over? (sighs) You (laughs) You know, okay, let's get real. Come on. Have you ever done that? And then number, you know, verse 10, and whatever gift you have, you know, use that gift to serve others. And we all have different gifts. So that one applies in a lot of different ways, depending on how God has wired you and gifted you and the personality you have that God's given you, you know, it's all of that. And and then it just says, be a faithful steward of God's grace. We offer people grace. I think that's being generous. You know, I, I have a friend uh, who has so blessed me and um, my uh, truck, uh, I ended up selling it. And so Sherry and I were down to one car <clears throat> and with the intent to you know, we got to get a second car. We're going to buy a car. But during that little season of looking for a car, my buddy let me use his second car. And I mean, like anytime, anywhere, <laughs> it was like, I, I was kind of blown away. Like, you know, for a friend to just say, hey, here, take my car. Yeah. Here's the keys. Yeah. Don't, don't even think about it. I would return it like full of gas and I'd take it to the car wash and make sure it was clean when I'd return it because I I wanted to return it better than where I found it. And, you know, he would tell me, don't do that. And I went, yeah, okay. And then I'd do it again. You know, so it's just like, that's friendship, right? That's just, you know, walking it out together, being generous. Okay, we're landing on number five here. Yes, we are. Number five. I'm going to give you two scriptures for number five. The first one, is Proverbs sixteen twenty eight okay? Rem- remember, we started number one with choose well. We're kind of kind of circle back to that on how to do that, because Proverbs sixteen twenty eight says a perverse person stirs up conflict, and a gossip separates close friends. Ooh, that's a that's that's loaded, right? I mean. If there's someone that just creates conflict in your life, conflict in other people's life, conflict in your friendships, brings conflict to your marriage if you're married. Scripture says that's, that's a perverse person. Perverse. Is there someone that gossips about you? I have had a ton of experience of people gossiping about me and it's horrible. It's terrible. And... It actually says, separates close friends. And that's what it does. It separates close friends. And so, number five is to be discerning. Now, I told you I was going to give you two scriptures for number five. So, to follow up on my promise, I'm going to give you Philippians 1, verse 9 and 10. That says, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more, in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Okay, so we're applying this, Philippians chapter 1, verse 9 and 10, to God's guidance on friends. And we're talking about being discerning. And this is Apostle Paul writing the church and saying, this is my prayer that your love would abound. I mean, think about that. Like he's like, let your love explode. Let it just go more and more and more into the knowledge and depth of insight. And then verse 10 gives you the reason why. I always like answering the why, you know. Well, why? So that, here's the why, you may be able to discern what is best. You may be able to discern what is best. So that's what we're talking about, about being discerning. Jesus said a very fascinating, interesting statement in the Gospels, Matthew chapter 7, verse 6. And he basically said, don't cast your pearls before swine. And he went on to say in that verse... Matthew 7, verse 6, they they they'll trample on the pearls, they'll trample on it, and then they can turn and tear you to pieces. Jesus was saying, be discerning, be so careful, you know, of who you're doing life with, and and this idea of you know casting your pearls. Like, don't be sloppy about it. You know, no sloppy agape. Did you ever hear that one? No sloppy agape you know, don't be sloppy about your relation. Don't dismiss like, Oh, this person is toxic. This person is poisonous. This person has a track record of betrayal. This person, you know, has betrayed me, you know, all those things. And so this is God's guidance on friendship. We, we want to be salt to the earth. We want to be, you are called to be a light to the world. So I hope you hear my heart. We are to reach out to other people, but we're talking about what is God's guidance on true friendship and the people that you're doing life with. And honestly, if you are a Christ follower, you wanna be walking with people in your inner circle That are also following Christ. And that's what it comes down to. So let me recap. Here we go. God's guidance on friends. Number one, choose well. Choose well. Bad company corrupts good character. I'm sure you are a really good person. Don't let someone come in and corrupt you. So, number one, choose well. Number two, nurture relationship. Remember, we're to encourage one another. Build each other up. That's what God's word says. Number three, be loyal. So, so important. Be a dog, not a cat. <laughs> be loyal. Be loyal. Number four, be generous. Just be generous. Wh- whatever that means. Like, you know, letting people borrow things or giving money or, hey, let me help you out with this. You know, just let's be that kind of, I want, yeah, that's who I want to be. Like, just like Jesus, just be generous and then finally, number five. Let's circle it back. Be discerning. Be discerning. That's, it's just so important to have God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, guiding you, leading you, giving you discernment. And when you get the God nudge, uh, trust it. When you get the God nudge, obey it. If God's saying this person shouldn't be in your life, well then, trust God's voice on that. And and as you do, you're gonna you're going to apply the, these words to your life and then you're going to be thriving because you're going to have the right people that you're doing life with. And I want to pray for you. God, thank you so much for everyone who's listening. God, I pray that you take your word and make it alive. Just let it speak to hearts and souls and minds and and you know to us as human beings where we're trying to figure out Relationships and friendships and all of that, and with family members, with people that are near us, our neighborhood, uh, people we go to the gym with, or or at work with, and it's just people that are in our sphere of influence. God, help us to choose well. Help us to be generous. Help us to be discerning. All the things, loyal and nurture relationship. God, we want to be that kind of person, and so Lord. Thank you for each person listening. I pray you bless them and encourage them and remind them how much you love them. Fill them afresh with your Holy Spirit. Bless them, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to the Keep Moving Forward podcast with Tom O'Leary. I'm so grateful. Thank you for sharing the messages. Thanks for the feedback with ideas for topics of new podcasts and thank you so much if you're able to to donate it's such a blessing Uh, you can just go to the website tom o'leary.org t-h-o-m o'leary.org and uh so so grateful and i want to remind you one more time god loves you he loves you he loves you he's not mad at you he's mad about you and so let's just follow him with hearts full of love God bless you, and remember, I'm for you.